Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there this wonderful Monday afternoon? Hoping everybody had a great weekend. Your Monday is going quite well. Hey, man, we got a great show planned for you today. Uh, Co-host Pete Ross will be here in a little while. But in the meantime, y'all got me, the main man, the brother in charge, Mr. Talk. (laughs) Got this train along the track. Man, we got a good show for you today. Today it's called Scapegoat Justice. You can't beat that. that. That's a heck of a title, ain't it? Scapegoat Justice. And, yeah, we're talking just about what the title says, Scapegoat Justice. We know just, justice is not there for everyone. And, uh, you know, there's always that one person that has to uh, take care of some take care has to be the one to take the fall. That's what I'm trying to say. Ha, <laughs> ha, Oh, so, yeah. That's what we're going to be talking a little bit about today. Of course, we got Bill Cosby. Uh, his sentencing phase of his trial is started today. This is estimated to take two days. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, this guy, Cody Wilson, in the 3D gun that he was supposed to put the blueprints over the Internet. Well, Y'all know we always say first thing they do is try and assassinate your character. So this is a good example of what's really, really going on out there. So we're going to talk a little bit about him as well. 
Jeff Sessions made this great speech in Chicago about how the ACLU and TIFA and Black Lives Matter are responsible, responsible for increase in violence in Chicago, Baltimore, St. Louis, so forth and so on. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, too, and those comments that he made. It was just very interesting. Uh, there's another uh, example of somebody using Snapchat that they'll say some things they're not supposed to say. Uh, uh, what else? There's a mayor in Houston that says something about uh, a black quarterback for the Houston, Texas. Texas. And, of course, this weekend he decided to take a knee. Isn't that ironic? Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And, of course, you know, we got, what, 45 actions and all the craziness that goes on with his administration. So those are some of the things we're going to be talking about today. And um, we are really, 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 really going to have a good show. And uh, because um, – <laughs> so we're going, to, we're going to make this thing happen. Of course, we got the song of the day for you. We got our black history person, Miss Deborah Janine Thomas. Of course, most of y'all know her as Debbie Thomas, the former Olympian figure skater, Olympics figure skater, I guess you should say, and now she's a physician. So P. Ross is going to be bringing you a little bit of that as well. And, of course, we have some other things that uh, we're going to be talking about. So I want you to sit back, relax, get ready to go ahead and, and take some notes. And as always, we do welcome your comments because your comments is what drives this show. So that's what we're going to be doing. So before we go any further, let me go ahead and tell you how you can actually be a part of the show. Um, the easiest way, if you want to comment or anything, is just call us. That's all you got to do. Just give us a call at 347-838-8622. You can also email me at ericletts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. P. Ross at P. Leona, L-E-O-N-A, dot Ross 24 at gmail.com. And you can bet assure if you go ahead and email us, we will respond. Okay, that, that's a guarantee. Uh, the chat room will be open here shortly as soon as we figure out why it doesn't want to open, but we'll get that going in a minute, and that's www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And as I mentioned before, we do want to hear what you have to say because your opinion does matter to us uh, because we, we just we want to hear what you got to say. We, we really, really, really. <laughs> oh, we really do. Uh, so as I mentioned before, those are all the things we'd be working on, talking about today. And uh, we're we going to really make some things happen here because that's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, let's see. What else we got going on right now? Oh, we got a song of the day for you, which is always a good thing. Uh, it's a very, I think it's inspirational. Yeah, I really do. For those that may be, you know, going through some things, we got that coming up here in a moment. But before we do, let's talk about some things. You know, it's amazing to me how, Individuals become very upset when you don't agree with their political, their political uh, 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 points of view. That's that's a good way of putting it. When they, you don't agree with their political points of view, um, and, and, and ah man, I tell you, let me let me tell y'all something. 
you know, this world is built on not everybody agreeing, everybody being different one way or another, okay? One of the things we do have in common is we all believe, we all breathe air, and sooner or later we all got to take a dump, and we're going to die. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's the basics right there. Now, what makes us so different is, we have our own opinions. That 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 is something that will always be, and it's a great thing. Not everybody's going to agree with you, right? Nobody's not everybody's going to agree with you, and you should not expect that to happen. I don't care who you are, and if everything you say everybody agree with you, then you shouldn't. I wouldn't trust them. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't trust them because <laughs> that means they're not thinking on their own. They're just going along for, along for the ride. And, of course, anybody who goes along for the ride, no credibility whatsoever. So the next time you decide to have a, a conversation, whether it's politics, religion, relationships, or just a, 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 a shoot the bull type of conversation, don't expect everybody to agree with you because it's not it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And respect that individual's point of view. That's all you have to do. Respect that individual's point of view. You don't have to you don't have to uh, uh, be a part of a crowd. That's part of part of what the issue we have in this country today. Everybody want to be a part of a certain group. You know, and, and, and don't get me wrong, being a part of a group is not a bad thing, but when it, it, it takes your individual individual thought process away, then that creates the issue. That is an issue in itself. Being a part of a group doesn't mean you cannot have individual thoughts or have thoughts outside of what the group believes. That is not what being a part of a group is. What makes a group more effective is the fact that everyone has different opinions and ideas and then work together towards solving those issues, i.e., our political system. That's one of the biggest issues. That, that is the biggest issue in this country today. For so many years, everybody has decided that they're going to be on this side or that side. Or as the pundits say, you've got to be a conservative. You have to be a liberal. Just because of the way you think. Or independent, libertarian, uh, socialist, fascist, whatever they, the title they want to put on it. And y'all know how I feel about these titles. They're just another way to, to lump you in with a group of people that you, you may not even agree with. But we, we continue to allow this to happen, even in our daily conversations with others. Well, let's take a step out of that, 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 that square, that arena, that box, whatever you want to say it. Take a step out of that. Be a free thinker. Let your mind run free. It's okay. It's okay. It's not going to hurt you. It's not. 
Okay? So next time you're in a conversation and somebody says they like 45 or they dislike 45 or they had a problem with 44, so forth and so on, don't get upset. Listen to what they have to say. You may actually agree with some of what they're saying. You just might. Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> if we all could just get to that point in our lives. But then again, who am I to who am I to say something like that? Because I don't know what I'm talking about, right? Nah, yeah, I do. I know enough to know that. But anyway, so that is that is what I had to get off my chest here uh, at the beginning of the show. Because, like I said, you know, we have to be conscious, conscientious of what, what's going on and that we do not have to agree with everyone. Everyone does not have to agree with us. Now, if you don't feel comfortable joining that conversation, don't say anything about the conversation. You know, don't, don't say anything. But if you feel like chiming in, chime in. But let's remember let us remember that you do not have to agree with everybody, and everybody does not have to agree with you. That's a fact. That's a fact. So stop letting your emotions get in the way. You know, open, uh, listen with open ears, with an open mind. Stop hearing that one key word and automatically turning into defense mode, becoming part of the sheeple. Okay? That's all we're talking about. That's all we're talking about. All right. As I said, that was my opening little thing. I had to get off my chest because some, it's, some things happen and it just eats at me, eats at me, and I have to get it off. I, I do. I have to get it off my chest. <laughs> so I did already. All right, so it's time for your song of the day. It's a good one. It's Kirk Franklin, that little short man that looks funny. Yeah. And he has um, Mill, what, Miller music with him. And the name of this song is called Give Me. Nice little up-tempo beat. So listen to the words, y'all. And now we see y'all in about five minutes. Enjoy the music. See you shortly. Molly, let's go get him. Give me that joy I can't explain. An extra piece that'll ease my pain Want that love that'll never change Give me that, give me that Give me that, give me that Give me that power to walk away When another God wants to take your place As much of you as I can take Give me that, give me that Anybody ready? Ready for his glory If you are sick of a life let me tell you the story. Every place that's dark, he will bring it to light. Hypocritical hearts backslide as liars. Time to get right. See, I include myself. I cast my own stone. I'm the man in the mirror, y'all. I can see my wrong. But I'm here by grace. Christ by faith, I had to make that choice, I had to open up my mouth and say, give me that joy I can't explain, add extra peace that'll ease my pain, hold that love that'll never change, give me that, 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 give
Give me that joy I can't explain I'm at a loss of words now I'm so happy you make me happy now yeah, 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 yeah. Give me that joy I can't explain. Add extra peace that'll add extra peace that'll ease the pain. I want that love that'll never change. Oh, give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. Well, uh, let's see. Black History Moment. 
I don't know if P-Raw's ready yet, so we may have to come back to that part of the show, but we're going to get Miss Deborah Janine Thomas. Hey, Deborah Janine. But that's a, that's a name for you, isn't it? <laughs> Deborah Janine. Yes, sir, buddy. Hey, but but we get to her in, in a little bit. All right, so uh, I think it's about that time. Y'all remember Deborah Janine Thomas? I know some of y'all remember her. If you he watched any part of the gymnastics and the Olympics, Olympics, I forgot which year she was in the Olympics, but she was the little one of the little short black girls that got in there and just showed out, and, and she did her thing. You know what I mean? It made, uh, you know, and it really caused a lot of our younger little black girls to decide they want to be gymnasts as well. And because of her, you saw the the, 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 the influx of young black children uh, wanting to become gymnasts. That's a great thing. That is a great thing. You know, but I'm not going I'm I'm, 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 I'm to prolong it too much more. Let me go ahead and bring P. Ross in and let her give you the black history moment of Miss Deborah Janine Thomas. Take it away, P. Ross. It's on you. What you going to do? Hello, everybody. Um, Our black history person today is, as he said, Deborah Janine Thomas, who was a figure skater. In the 1987-88 Olympics, she has three world uh, championships, and the first one she received was in 1986 in Geneva in the ladies' singles, 1987 in Cincinnati, also ladies' singles, and then 1988 in Budapest. Now, she is um, a she was a former figure skater and a physician. She is the 1986 world champion, the 88 Olympic bronze medalist, and a two-time U.S. national champion. Her rivalry um, during those times was East Germany, Katarina Vick, if you remember her, at the 1988 Calgary Olympics, which was known as the Battle of the Carmen. And she won. Coming out, born in Poughkeepsie, New York. Uh, She grew up in uh, San Jose, California. She started skating at the age of five in in San Jose. She competed in her first figure skating competition at the age of nine, finishing in first place. From then on, she was hooked on competitive skating. Um, Ms. Thomas attributes most of her success to her mother, who sacrificed to drive her over 100 miles a day between home, school, and the ice rink. That was a commitment by her mom, see? So by age 10, um, she was introduced to uh, the Scottish skating coach, Alex McGowan. In 1983, she began to represent the L.A. Figure Skating Club, which launched her career. McGowan would remain her coach until she retired from amateur competition at the age of 21. Um, and as we said, in 86, she won the national title and the 86 World Championship, and these achievements earned Thomas the ABC's Wide World of Sports Athlete of the Year Award that year. She was the first female athlete to win those titles while attending college full 
that Tenley Albright did it in the 1950s. Um, she was the only African American to hold U.S. national titles in the single lady figure skating. At, during that time, she was a pre-med student at Stanford University, and it was unusual for a U.S. top U.S. skater to go to college at the same time as competing. That year, she received a Candace Award for trailblazing from the National Co- Coalition of 100 Black Women. She went on after the Olympics um, to become a doctor. She attended um, Stanford University um, at, while she was competing. Then she moved to Boulder, Colorado during the 87-88 season. She resumed her studies in 1989 and graduated from Stanford in 91 with a degree in engineering from the Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine in 1987. Thomas followed this with a surgical residency at the University of Arkansas Medical Sciences an orthopedic surgical residency at the Martin Luther King Jr. Charles Drew University Medical Center in South Central L.A. She then went on to become a practicing orthopedic surgeon specializing in hip and knee replacement. In June of 2005, she graduated from the orthopedic residency program at Charles R. Drew University in L.A. She spent the next year preparing for step one of the American Board of Orthopedic Surgeon exams and working at that medical center. In 2006, she began a one-year fellowship at the Door Arthritis Institute in Centinella Hospital in Inglewood, California, with a subspecialty in adult reconstructive surgery. Then in September of 2007, she began working at the Carl Clinic in Urbana, Illinois. During her medical career, she was skilled at doing these procedures and well-liked by patients, but she had difficulty working with her doctors due to her personality and went from clinic to clinic, never staying longer than one year. In December 2010, she opened her own private practice, Ortho Excellence Deborah J. Thomas, MDPC. However, it was in a diminishing coal mining town of Richland, West, in Richland, Virginia. And the practice soon fell behind because of the sparse, the sparse and poverty-sticking population in the area. So it, it, it eventually ceased operation in 2015. So that is Deborah Janine Thomas and all of her accomplishments, the first African-American woman figure skater. All right. There you go. Thank you, ma'am. I do appreciate that right there. Uh, You know what? I got to fire somebody. Somebody gave me the wrong information. I'm looking at this thing in front of me, and it says she was a, a gymnast. Man, hey, whoever gave me that information, you might as well start from your bags about you taking your bags because you're fired. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I, you know, sometimes you just can't rely on people. That's why you have to double check things. That's my fault, people. You know, she was a figure skater. You know, those are the ones that be skating and twirling and carrying off. You might as well say a gymnast to some of the stuff they do. But anyway, thank you, Pete. <laughs> do appreciate it. <laughs> Sometimes you got to fire these folks. Folks be giving you wrong information. But anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. 
But anyway, so you ready, Pete? You ready to get started with this thing? You ready to rock and roll here today? Because we got a lot to talk about, so. We do. We have a lot to talk about, and we got plenty of time to do it. So let's get it on, girl. Let's get it on. All right, before we get to Mr. Cody Wilson, hey, check this out, man. News just in. The Dallas police officer, Amber Geiger, you know, the one who shot that guy in his apartment, Boham. What's his name? Boham Jones, Boham Jones, or whatever his name is. Botham, Botham, Botham John, Botham John. Yeah, Bolton John. Yeah. Okay, y'all, that was my memory. That's all bad. But anyway, yeah, anyway, word has come down. She has been fired. It took them long enough. You know, it, it really did. It took them long enough to fire. But, yeah, she's been fired from the Dallas police force. So, you know what that means, right? That's, that, that's opening up um, um, That's opening up the for charges, opening up the, the, the her for charges. And, and the actual conviction may be. Maybe, because I told y'all before, you know, uh, reports are now coming out about he had some weed on the counter and this and that and the other, but we already know what it is, right? Like in this case and the Coach Wilson case, we already know. When they're trying to cover up some things, the first thing they do is go after your character. You know, they try and create some doubt about your character, and basically that's what they're doing with Mr. John. You know, all of a sudden he had some weed in, on the counter, and he was involved in this and involved in that, so forth and so on. But that's not really what happened here. You know, this is a relationship, I, I, in my opinion, that's what I say. This is a relationship gone bad, and she couldn't handle it, and she shot the man, hoping that her position with the police department would give her some leeway to get away with actual murder. Okay? That, that, that is what happened. Here, in my opinion. Now, the news reports, they can say whatever, however they want to say it, but that is that is the bottom line in, in itself right there. That That's what it is. That's what it is. With that being said, I'm, I'm glad she got fired. You know, um, we'll see what else what else is going to happen in this case, but that that's a good thing. But... Speaking of taking ruining somebody's um somebody's character, let's talk about Mr. Cody Wilson. Now I know y'all probably don't remember this guy, but Cody Wilson, he was the man from um uh uh uh, uh Texas, Austin, Texas, actually, that had this company, and he was gonna actually put the the, the blueprint on how to print out a three D pistol, okay, 3D gun on the internet. Of course, we know, well, those of you may not know, so I will I will tell you, what happened is, there's a lot of individuals got involved, government officials and things of that nature, including Mr. Smith, the big, big, big government people, and they say, no, you cannot do that because these, these weapons cannot be uh, uh, discovered or uh, seen going through uh, you know, metal detectors and all that good stuff. So they had injunctions started, and um, they they had injunctions done where they told him he couldn't. So what happened was, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Man, Mr. Wilson decided to go out and, and he went to Taiwan. He went to Taiwan, okay. 
Now, before he left to go, well, he did go to Taiwan. But before he left, apparently, he went and had sex with a so-called, what, 16-year-old female, I think it says, 16-year-old female. And, of course, since he was in a chat room, you know, they called him, and now they, they, they brought charges against him with child sexual assault. Okay. Now, <laughs> as I said, he was accused of having sex with a 16-year-old girl, yeah, on August the 15th, and paid her $500 in cash. Okay. The girl said she met Wilson through the website sugardaddymeat.com. All right, for some of y'all out there, don't go to sugardaddymeat.com, all right? I think it's a setup site myself. Where he used the screen name Sajiro. All right? Um, and one of the detectives says, if anyone mistakes her age, it will be because they think she's younger, not older. Now, I have a problem with that statement in itself because why would you come out and say that? Why would you come out and say that? If anyone mistakes her age, it would be because they think she's younger. I think it's just the opposite, honestly. I really do. And, and let's be honest. If anyone has seen, if anyone has seen some of them young girls walk around today well, made up in, with the clothes they wear, until they told you their age, you wouldn't realize how old they were. Now, some of them, when they open their mouth, you can tell. Okay, I'm just going to say it like that. But a lot of them, you know, they, they've been <clears throat> taught right. You won't be able to tell. But anyway, um, for the longest, they couldn't find Mr. Wilson. Um, he apparently missed his flight coming back to U.S. from Taipei, Taiwan. And um, But word is today, he did come back. They arrested him. He's out on bond now. So it's just interesting and convenient that, this guy, because what happened was when they told him he couldn't do the blueprint, he said what he was going to do is load a flash drive, load it with the files, and he was going to give it to buyers in exchange for whatever they wanted to pay. Now, that that was he said. And all of a sudden, now he done got charged with child sexual assault after going in the chat room. Does that sound like a setup to you? It sounds like a big setup to me. That's what it sounds like to me. And once again, it goes to show that uh, if they, if you disobey what they say, there's ways they will, the, the, the Mr. Smith will come after you. All right? Mr. Smith, he's coming. And the first thing he's going to do is go after your character. In the shooting in Dallas, Mr. Jobs, the same thing with the marijuana all of a sudden popping up. You know, However, the small amount of marijuana he had on his counter had nothing to do with that, you know, had nothing to do with him being killed. But once again, it, it, it's, it's the old trick of less uh, uh, soul their character. Maybe this brings some doubt into who this person really was, and that way we can go after them. And that's what it is. That's what it is. So, and we have to be smart about that, people, because we 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 should understand that that is the way uh, uh, Mr. Smith has operated for decades, centuries. Honestly, not just decades, centuries. That's the way they've operated. He's operated. 
And why would you think he changed the game plan now since it has worked so well for him? Just something for you to chew on there. Just something for you to chew on. What you think, Pete? Am I on the right track or I done fell off the track somewhere? No, I think it's a little bit more to that than what's being said because, you know, as you read the article, they talk about um, they see him getting off the elevator with the girl. They see him. They got video, you know, the cameras of, of him dropping her off at the Whataburger and all of this. All of that just sounds like 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 a setup all all the way. Because number one, why are you in the in the chat room in in the first place if you know you're underage? You know good well that in that chat room, your I, I would like to see her profile and see exactly what her profile said because they're not mentioning that. They didn't mention what her profile said. You know, so I, that would be very interesting to find out. Granted, you know, nobody should be having, you know, uh, um, sex with underage children. But, again, that that weighs into the age of consent in whatever state that they are in. So that plays a lot into it, too, because it, it varies state by state. So it it still sounds like a setup to me because you know uh, they're upset with him. He found a loophole to still get his little plastic blueprint out there for this gun. See, so yeah, yeah, something stinks about that. I don't think it's straight up enough. <laughs> you don't think it's okay? All right, okay. So let's move back to um. Um, 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 let's move back to the shooting in, in um, Dallas. What you think about that? You think that's a, a, another um, example? Uh, with Mr. John Bolton? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it's a lot. It's more to that. Even though, um, even though his family says they didn't have a relationship or, uh, you know, he didn't know her or whatever, it, it still brings to question, you know, you know what flow you you live on. You know what your front door looks like, you know. And the fact that she said the door was open, the neighbors said that they heard her banging at the door, you know, it, it's just a lot more to that than what's being said. And now they fire her, you know. So apparently they didn't have a, a, a enough faith in in the case that indeed you know she she might have been telling the truth or something you know so it's just a lot more to that from the way it played out and and she was dumb anyway you know it's always better to just walk away from from something than then you're gonna shoot somebody and try to stand behind your back you know mm-hmm. and it would have worked had you been a man but you know but you're a white female, so hell, they gonna throw you under the bus. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and not, you know, just her being female. You know, so you know, this is scapegoat justice. Somebody got to be the scapegoat. Somebody got to be the example. And unfortunately, honey, it looks like you are, are you it? It's your turn. So it's your turn. <laughs> It's your turn. She, she might. Have, she, I, I, I truly do believe that had she been a man, she, she might have, you know, 
would would have had a, a a better chance of 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 her department supporting her rather than firing her. Mm-hmm. I, it's just my opinion, y'all. Like you said, it's tough to show. Y'all ain't gotta agree. That's just my opinion. Call me what you want me to hate. That's just what I think. <laughs> So, so you you really you really think if she had been a man, she still would have she would have got more support from even though even though the the, the commissioner and prosecutor are both women, she still would have got right. more support if she was a man. Yep, I think so. How do you so. think of that? I just think so. How how, how will you come to that conclusion? I would think I, she would receive more support because she's a woman from them. No, no, not necessarily. No, no, no. Hmm. Okay. No. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an interesting. That's an interesting um thing. Because let's see. Now this thing happened what two, three weeks ago. Right. Right now, and and she was able she she was able to work out a deal where she turned her stuff into a different county, all right, to be arrested. They allowed her, right. her bond wasn't that much, so they allowed her to bond out. Yeah, and she still remained on the force until today. Right, till today. I think she was fired because of the pressure that was being put on. That's what I think. I may be wrong again, but I think that's why. I think if there wasn't that much pressure being placed on them, she still would probably be on the force. Point two. Okay. That's 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 hmm. a point two. But I, I just I just think her her story was just so shoddy. You know. I mean. Yeah. It, 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 you know. Hmm. It, it just it just didn't click. It, it too many too many loose ends. Yeah, I agree. See, too many loose I ends. I agree. And and I really think that that the emotional state that she was in, um, at the time, you know, um, lead credence to it's a lot more than than what is being presented. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna have to keep. We're gonna have to keep. Uh, 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 keep track of what's going on with this case because I, I think it's, it's it's very interesting. All right. Here's a, a news break on the Bill Cosby sentences. For those that don't know, his sentencing phase started today, and apparently it has been delayed until tomorrow. And because the defense um, is waiting for a doctor, I think they want to, yeah, they want to, um, they wanted to hear from the doctor who compiled the original report that Pennsylvania Sex Offender Board relied on in part for the estimation that Cosby should be designated a sexual violent predator. Okay, apparently he's not available today. He won't be available until tomorrow morning at the earliest. So that kind of has stalled the hearing of Bill Cosby citizen. Now, the biggest, the big thing at, right now um, they're arguing about is whether Bill Cosby should be registered as a sex offender. Um, a 
course, you know, the prosecutor has found their psychiatrist or whatever you want to call them, mind strength or whoever you want to call them, that says Bill Cosby has a problem and he will probably do it again. So he should be registered as a sex offender. However, um, the man is 81 years old, he's legally blind, and he has declined to help. Number one, why are you trying to sit in a prison, which the prosecutor is really, really trying to do? You know, they're, they're really shooting hard. They want to send this man to prison. And he can spend up to 30 years, get 30 years, okay? Ten, ten years per count, which was three counts, okay? And they want him to register as a sex offender. Now, me and P was talking about this earlier today where she said she read reports where it said, quote, uh, unquote, he's the first one uh, to start being, to be prosecuted. And me and her said the same thing. He's the only one right now on trial. None of the others had been, got put on trial. Now, most of them got to go to where? The rehab or what have you. But because Bill Cosby got caught up in a political case and because some uh, up-and-coming comic decided to make a joke, know why certain reporters were in the audience at his show, this whole thing got spun out of, out of uh, control. And thus is why Bill Cosby is where he is today. Now, a lot of the jurors say, well, his own admission in, in a deposition he did some years ago uh, brought about his conviction. Now, that's what they said. However, for those of us that have followed the case, we should know that that deposition should have never been open because once he made this deposition report in the case, it was supposed to be sealed, and that was it, and never reopened. So this is another case where something stinks to high hair, high hog heaven, okay? It just stinks. It really does. And... So now they want to um, say this man is is a sexual predator or what have you, and, and register. Look, the only way Bill Cosby is going to drug and assault anyone is they get extra, extra close to him to where he can start feeling. Um, what's that movie? And I don't mean to make a joke about this, but it, it's not the same thing. Remember the movie Soul Plane and John Witherspoon was sitting next to this woman and they gave him some food? And he was he was he was supposed to be blind, and he started playing with the food like he was playing with the lady, and the lady looking at because he thought he was playing with the lady. That's not the same thing, basically, y'all. This man ain't gonna hurt nobody. And once again, that it's another move to completely and totally ruin the legacy of this 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 black man. That's what it is. It's another message that says, look. You may think you're this, but we're going to show you what how much control we actually have. We actually have. And that's what this is. Now, the final nail of the coffin, if he has to go to prison and register as a sex offender, they have accomplished their mission totally. Not to say they haven't already because you don't see any more Cosby shows unless it's on, what, TV One or something like that. That's about the only place you see a rerun of the Cosby show or anything with Bill Cosby in it. Unless you got DVDs or something like that. So as far as trying to erase this man's legacy and erase him from, from, from television history, they've pretty much done that. So the, the thing is, let's finish this job. And it's a big political 
uh, it's a big political win for the, the prosecutor in Pennsylvania. It really is. Because, once again, this case has some shady moments in it as well. You know, if somebody drugs you and supposedly rape you, number one, I don't want to talk to you on the phone. And number two, I'm definitely not going back over to your house. I don't care if I see you as a mentor or what. Don't talk to me. Don't say nothing to me. You know, but once again, that that is what, what we're dealing with right here. Okay? That's that's what we're dealing with. And of course, you don't see a lot of people coming to, to, to his 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 side anymore. Felicia Rashad, she did, and a couple of others, but that was it. And his so called friends in the industry, they turned it back on him real fast and all of a sudden they begin to talk negative. So once again, that's another uh, uh, example as to show who's supposed to be your friend and who's not, who's with you and who's not. While everything's going fine, oh, we're right there with you. But as soon as something goes wrong, oh, you're on your own, buddy. You're on your own. And that's one of the issues we do have in our community. We know this. We know this. Go ahead, P. Give me your three cents on this. Hey, you about to it all. <laughs> I mean, that, um, this, this article, you know, um, um, that it, that is saying, you know, he's the the first. Let me let me go back down here where it's saying that. Anyway, it was saying that he was the the first celebrity to be convicted, right? And maybe Mm -hmm. the first one to go to prison. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, well, okay, ain't you talking about the first? I don't see anybody else. I don't I don't see anybody else. You know, how y'all going after this eighty one year old legally blind man and granted, granted, you know, fourteen years ago, you know, yeah. Okay, but what about all these other people who has a history? What are you why y'all not going after them like y'all went after him and go find all these other people? See? Is that Cosby was the first celebrity to go to trial in the Me Too era? and could be the first to go to prison, perhaps for the rest of his days after being convicted in April. So, you know, they're, 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 they're stipulating that, you know, and, and, it, and all these, you know, when you talk about, well, he's a threat, the reason why they want to label him as a sexual uh, predator, they're saying that he's a threat to, to the public. Okay, but they forget about the part that these women came to his room, some of them. They voluntarily went with him. Granted, he shouldn't have drugged them. That was, that was really stupid on his part. On their part, you just don't, hey, take this. It'll make you feel better. What is this? I'm not taking that. And for the hmm. one constant lady, who actually went with him the first time and then came back after that. If it was so devastating to you, 
why did you go back? Why did you still have a relationship with him after this allegedly occurred? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's that's the thing I don't get. Because if the last thing that I'm going to want to do if, 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 if I've been sexually assaulted by you, you know, is uh, form some kind of relationship, some kind of friendship, professionally, unprofessionally, or whatever. I don't, I don't want an agreement. I want you to go to jail. Or either, you know, I want to do something real bad to you. You know, that depletes your life source, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So, see, so this this is the, this is the thing that, that, that I don't understand, you know. Um, I, I really think that, like you said, a lot of this was to destroy his reputation because, as we remember, before all this started, I think he wanted to buy some TV station on NBC or whoever it was he, he wanted to to, to, to purchase or whatever it was that he wanted to do. So this coming out, you know, stopped, you know, all of that.
well, this one says he showed himself to her. Right. Um. So, but forty five has come out and said he believes this is politically motivated, and pretty much he doesn't believe these accusers. And, and you know, it's sad. Now he said this. Um, it's sad that um, you know, somebody can come come back thirty, forty years, twenty, thirty years with claims, and everybody gets up and somebody be prosecuted about. But wait a minute, isn't that the same thing that that that's, that's going on with Bill right now? And I think some of his need to further back. So, you know, once again, and this is uh, the guy that's supposed to be sitting on the Supreme Court if he, you know, his nomination is.
you know, and what they're calling versus what the consequences of doing the exact same thing that somebody else did will be. The same thing, like Anita Hill was voicing her opinion, you know, about she say, okay, here we are with Kavanaugh, and here you are. It's a repeat all over again. Now, now this is what Joe Biden said. He said that he would apologize to him, you know, who, who accused Thomas in 1991 of making sexually explicit comments and unwanted advances toward her. He said that, 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 that he would apologize to her. And this is his comment. He said that, and at that time, he was the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee leading the Thomas confirmation proceedings. You know, and this is what this is what Joe Biden said. He says that the women should be given the benefit of the doubt and not be, you know, abused again by the system. My biggest mm-hmm. regret was didn't know how I could shut you how I could shut you off if I were a senator and you were attacking Anita Hill's character. Mm. Wow. Yep. Joe said he that. Said, huh? Joe Biden said that. He did add it. He said, I believed her when she came forth. I encouraged her to come forth. But we were in a position in a position where we had to go through the FBI to do an an investigation and I voted against Clarence Thomas. Hmm. This is what Joe Biden said. Now remember, he was he he was the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee at the time. Mm-hmm. When Clarence Thomas was being confirmed, and Anita Hill came forth. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got a Supreme Court justice that says very, very little, very, very little.
he be labeled a sex offender? What you think? Yeah. He should be called a label of sex offender? Not for the no, 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 I don't I don't I don't think so. Now had they recorded so? this years ago? No, no. Had they recorded this years ago when he was actively, you know <laughs> supposedly active active as to say when he was actively doing it. Didn't yet. Uh-huh. During this time. But eighty one years old now? Man, uh man. You 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 gonna need your your oxygen, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do something to you. Eighty-one years old, man. You finna get hurt. I'm I'm gonna be the one. I'm I'm gonna be the one with the charge, okay? For assaulting the elders. Puppets, or they're really not people. These and they puppets. That, that's the biggest thing. They're puppets. 
the issue here? What is the issue? Why does it even matter? See, once again, it, it, it's just society today and these crazy behind labels that everybody wants to place on something. You got to have a label. Well, no, you don't. You don't have to have a label. It doesn't matter. They are puppets. Puppets. L-G-B-Q-R-S-T-U-B-W-S-Y-Z. Do you hear me? They are puppets. They are Bert and Ernie, a part of Sesame Street. Okay? Next thing you know, y'all be saying Oscar the Grouch is a pedophile because he lives in a trash can. Really? Let's get a grip on what we're doing here, people. It makes no sense. It really doesn't. God dang it. And that's all I had to say about that.
If you don't want your children exposed to it, pay attention. Because everybody's values are not the same. They are not the same. Everybody's forms are not the same. So, yeah, it is a parent's right. And they, do, they definitely do have a right to say, you know, what their kids are exposed to it to them. Yeah, when it comes down to come down to value, when it comes down to morals, yes, it does matter. Yes, it does matter. Really? Really? Yeah. We're talking about two puppets, things that somebody put on their hands. It's, it's not, you know, it's or, or, not or, or a marionette type thing. It it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter whether they're puppets or not. It's the message that's being sent. The the message was to learn message. how to count, learn how to read, learn how to solve problems. That was the message. No, Where did no, this spirit of faith come that's from? Not, that's that's not the message that's being sent by Bert Ernie to male puppets who supposedly are married, who supposedly are a couple. Children are very intelligent. They're going to ask these questions. Sugarcoat it however you want to. Wait, 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 our children perceive. When you say a couple, children, most children, well, my grandchildren anyway, they perceive marriage. They don't understand, you know, until they get in school or a little bit older, boyfriend or girl. Because depending on what they've been taught, that's the perception that those children are going to have. That's what I'm saying. So, all right. So, <laughs> all right. All right. See, see. Now, I'm going to go somewhere here. All right. So now they're questioning the the, 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 the sexual orientation of murdered Ernie. Right. But when you had the telly, telly sissies on television, I mean, on, on yeah, the telly tubbies on, one was down there sleeping, the other was behind. Nobody complained about that. No, you can't say nobody. You can't say nobody. You can't say nobody because everybody's kids weren't allowed to watch them tell the tubby. They were not allowed. They, they, no. You're right. Some homes were what. not allowed to watch them, especially that kinky winky with that purple purse. Yeah, yeah. they were not allowed. Yeah, they weren't allowed to watch the tell the tubby. <laughs> All right, so so basically what you're saying, it depends on the time because, okay, maybe some of them did, but there was never a big, big push to the what, the, you know, where, which one was gay, which one the, the air. Last one, I want to watch the Teletubbies. Oh, the Teletubbies. They didn't care about that. And I'm sure even today, if you turn on Sesame Street and put Ernie Ernie on and nobody mixes anything by straight of gay,
objectiveness or innocence of something. Bernie, I mean, Pete, let's be honest. When you watched Bernie and Ernie, did you, when you was a kid, did you ever think about them being a quote unquote couple? Oh no, no, we didn't. We didn't because those were different times. We 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 didn't have this gay agenda always out in our face now. But our children now do. It's in their face. It's at, it, you know, it's, it's at school when they go to school. Little boy come in to school, dresses a boy, goes in the bathroom, comes back out, dressed like a little girl. Okay? So, so, so he gets to decide, you know, kids now can decide what gender they want to be. These are different times. See? So definitely we wouldn't have thought about anything like that. It wasn't in our face. For our children now, though, it's always in their face. So they are going to ask questions. See, those questions are going to come up. And as parents, we have to be ready those questions if we allow our children to, to what our children is being exposed to on a daily basis. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I understand the, the the validity of what you're saying. I guess I'm just too old to, to, to even fathom that being a question. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I I just don't see the, the importance of this this whether whatever. They're okay. okay, wait, wait, wait till you get grandkids. Wait till you get grandkids, then come back to me and talk to me then. Wait till you get grandkids. Wait till you get grandkids and come back and talk to me then. Because uh, young uh, children very, are very, they're very observant and they're very inquisitive. Mm-hmm. They're very inquisitive and, and, and they hear and see a lot more than you think. Well, I agree with that. I, and I completely agree with that. I, I, <laughs> that that's a given. That That's a given. You know, all right, listeners, so we're talking about Bernie Ernie, you know, some people want to know if they're straight or gay, some people say they're gay, some say they're gay, so forth and so on. So what are your opinions on that? What do you think? Hey, you got any opinions, give us a call, 347-838-8622. You can email us at ericlet, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com, or you email P. Ross at P. Leona, L-E-O-N-A dot Ross 24 at gmail.com. Chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay? We want to know what you think on this subject right here. Personally, I say it doesn't matter. They're freaking puppets. Um, do you have a, you think you have a different opinion? Uh, do you agree with P. Ross? Do you have something different from what either one of us said? Hey, let us know what you got, what's on your mind. All right? <laughs> I still say... <laughs> They're freaking puppets. But okay. All right. So forth and so on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, we got 45, y'all. No, I don't want to go there yet. I don't want to go there yet. You know, we're having such a good show. Why ruin it by mentioning him? <laughs> I guess eventually we're going to have to get to something about him, right? Uh, Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions. 
it, 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 it is amazing, you know, that 45 is <laughs> – 45 wants to fire this man so bad too. he has said that he doesn't have <laughs> an uh, 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 what, attorney general. Yeah, yeah, he said he doesn't have an attorney general, all right? Although he appointed this man, he appointed this man to the office. Now, this goes to show, and, and there have been plenty of examples, how when you don't do what 45 wants, he retaliates in any way possible. Okay, so now what is he doing? His own attorney general. He's trying to ruin the character of this man. And it all stems from Sessions not wanting to investigate the Russian collusion case. That's what this all stems for. And then Sessions has, has come out and said, point blank, his office would not be intimidated by anyone or anything, which just didn't do anything but infuriate, infuriate, Make him mad, make 45 upset. See, I used all them big words to just say make 45 upset because I couldn't pronounce them all because I only got a ninth grade education. But anyway, so now um, September 19th, Sessions was given a, a, a speech in Chicago, and he was talking about crime and how when he took office, uh, uh, 45 gave him – you know, the directive that he wanted to make some crime stop and, and be hard on criminals, so forth and so on, which we know they enacted a lot of uh, laws that, you know, uh, basically put a lot of folk in jail for no reason. But anyway, in this speech, he talked about the crime in Chicago. He gave some statistics. Uh, you know, he actually took a shot at 44's administration, and the basic claim was before that, Basically, crime had begun to stop. So when 45, 44's administration was in office, crime in Chicago, St. Louis, Baltimore, I think, and Los Angeles, I think, New York, <clears throat> began to go down, begin to rise. But in the middle of this, he had the nerve to say, if you want more shootings, listen to the ACLU and TIFA and the Black Lives Matter groups. And basically what he's talking about, remember – when New York had the stop and frisk policy, and what happened was a lot of individuals, a lot of individuals uh, were getting stopped and frisked for no reason. And what happened during these stop and frisk, you know, they changed the name in, in Chicago to Terry Stop. That they call it a Terry Stop. And what was happening, even though these individuals were not creating uh, committing any type of crime, or they were just riding through a quote-unquote questionable neighborhood, they were being pulled over. And a lot of times they're being pulled over. You know, they may have had an outstanding warrant for something like traffic stops or, uh, you know, nothing major. But these individuals are going to jail for it or just being harassed because maybe they came through in a different-looking car from, you know, the middle-class neighborhood that they're riding through or they were leaving somewhere that where there was a, a crack house or well, nobody does crack no more, apparently. A dope house was in the area. And anyway, so basically what he was saying, what uh, 44, 44's administration basically put a halt to the stop and frisk, especially in Chicago, the crime rate took off. 
you know, and there was more homicides and, and killings and rapes than, than ever before. And basically what you're saying, because of the CLU and TV and Black Lives Matter, who fought to have these stop and frisk um, things stopped, you know, they have no idea of how to police a community. And basically that's what we're talking about, community policing. All right, so now I find that statement very, very interesting because, number one, if you have if you have officers policing in the community and they do not live in that community, they're not being effective because they really have no kind of care what really goes on, no concern, because they're just doing a job. They're doing a job. Unlike back in the day when you had the, 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 the police officers that had mothers living in the neighborhood or they lived in the neighborhood themselves, you know, they took a special interest in that neighborhood to make sure that everything was right. Not to mention that the members of the community themselves did the policing. You didn't have to call cops a lot of times, especially not when I grew up, because everybody in the neighborhood had cop blocks to beat you behind. Beat you behind. See, the attorney general has this wrong. The, 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 the solution is not to place more police officers in the neighborhood. The solution is not more police checkpoints or stop and frisk. The solution is, like those mothers in, in Chicago that are sitting on the corners making sure their children are safe, making sure things are, are, are happening the way they're supposed to, that is the solution. However, being that this is a part of a political campaign and midterms are coming up, there has to be some sort of political uh, part played in this thing, in this speech. And that's basically what it was. Basically what he's saying is, hey, when Democrats was in office, the crime rate went up. Not, you know, Republicans or 45 is in office, Republicans in office, and things are, you know, we can break it back down. No. No. And, of course, they keep concentrating on Chicago. Yeah. Why is that? Because that's where 44 was from. And that was the biggest thing. Well, he's from Chicago. Why can't he stop the, 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 the killings and stuff in Chicago? Well, here's why. Because he's not supplying the weapons to him. He's not supplying the drugs to him. Then you got 45 sitting there. You ain't talking about the international drug problem, uh, the international drug problem around the world. But what about the drug problem here? Okay, we know opioids, they, they just go crazy. They done pass all kind of legislation to protect them. But what about before we had crack destroying the African-American community, the black community, the Latino community? What about that? You didn't worry about that. Now you're over there talking about international drugs. Honestly, you're part of the biggest problem with, with that. Nothing comes into this country without somebody knowing it's coming. Prime example. There's a case of bananas, and this was in the news today, a case of bananas that was delivered, okay, delivered to a, a prison and was full of cocaine. So how does all that go get through guards and checks and actually get to a prison? 
but you want to blame CL, the CLU, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. They have nothing to do with that. Nothing. Come on. Wake up. That's just you have it wrong. Big time. We know you can find numbers that that will uh, substantiate what you want to say. Just like I can find some numbers that can substantiate what I'm the, the opposite. But the bottom line is you have it wrong. You have it wrong. Go ahead, P. I hear you breathing hard. <laughs> But you're right We can always find statistics That will corroborate the point That we want to make And I think that this Uh is just the point You know I mean The man is no longer president Okay Get that Why does that have to be your main agenda You know To to just Take everything that, that he did you know, and, and just make it seem like, oh, this was just the most horrible thing that, that could just possibly happen, you know. And you're trying to turn everything that he did around. Well, he did say that. 40, 40, 40, you know, 45 did say that, you know, that, that he was going to destroy everything that Obama did. And he's working well, well, really hard at it. His cabinet is doing the same thing alongside with him, whether, you know, they claim they agree with him now or not, you know. But of the matter is that there's always been crime in these areas that he's talking about. Whether they declined or whether they increased, a lot of that depended on the state of the economy. But nobody is saying anything about that. You know, another thing nobody is saying is, and you know, really breaking it down by race. You know, they bring all these things up, and, and everybody say, oh, those, that's because those, those are people of, of color. Really? Really? But when you break it all down, you know, there's, there's not a great difference between the percentage of crimes that's truly being committed. The only reason is people are unlawfully you charge with stuff, stuff they didn't do, accused of stuff. And there's a difference between being accused of stuff and being found guilty of it. So nobody's really, you know, what the hell does the statistics say except what you want them to say? Whatever your, your, your propagation is, you are able to find the, the statistics, you know, to corroborate what it is you're trying to put out there and make it seem valid. But at the end of the day, is it real? Is it real? Or is it just a part of the big propaganda machine? Yeah, the big propaganda machine. Yeah. Just to prove your point. Just to prove your point. Just just, Just to get your constituency in arms to agree with you because now you've got proof. Really? <laughs> Come on. Let's stop being and led around by Yeah. And, and if you notice, every time they bring up something like that, of course they have to include the Black Lives Matter group. They right. always have to include that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, of course, I have my issues with the Black Lives Matter, you know, thing myself. But in, in this instance, they are not the cause of, of, of all this increase in violence in Chicago at all. Yeah. Nothing. No, nothing. Yeah. They're not. You know, and the, the interesting part is he read these numbers out, but as in St. Louis, Baltimore, he made it seem as though it's the whole city. But what he failed to say is it is located in certain area pockets where there is low income, low education. Right, that's what I said. That's they, what they, they forget. Yeah. They forget to take in yeah. that it, the economic factors that exist. There you go. There you go. Yeah. You know, once again, once once you 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 hear these guys talk, and of course the only thing on on the uh, you know the boob tube, you know the only thing they're gonna play is the the, the the snippet of this or that. But you have to look deeper into what they're saying and why they're saying it and when they're saying it. You know, it, it's interesting that he waits now. You know, when it's what two months before the the midterm elections to come out with this. Right. It's too too convenient. Yeah. It's just too convenient. Way too convenient. Uh, speaking of 45, y'all know his biggest thing is about building this wall on the border. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> Congress uh, was getting ready to pass a budget, and they didn't include any money for this border wall. Well, 45 has really got really, really, really upset about it because for some reason he still is pushing this border that was not his idea from the beginning anyway, but he's riding with it because that's what his base uh, expects him to do. Now, there are soldiers down there, reserves, um, National Guard down there on the border. Now, I'm not telling you something. I, 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 this is not what I know, all right? What I heard, this is what I know. And little has it been known that they have been extended to stay down there. Okay, y'all hear me, right? They, they've been, that's right, extended. So I know it comes to me down, and I ask them, so what are y'all doing down there? You know, what, what are you doing? You know what they're doing? Looking at cameras. That's what they're doing, looking at cameras. Wait a minute. Don't you have border agents that can do that? Not to mention that they just arrested a border uh, captain or, or supervisor that has been accused allegedly of killing a whole bunch of <laughs> a bunch of immigrants coming across the border. So is that that's that's what we we're at to now? That's where we at now, right? That's where we are. Now, not to mention that these individuals, these national guard individuals, have jobs regular jobs back at home where they're from, and they're missing out on that. And believe you me, most uh, most of them are making more on their daily jobs than they are being down there on that border. You can guarantee that. So not only are, are, are they causing them financial uh, uh, problems, because they're not getting paid from their regular jobs. Now, the government, the, Mrs. Smith say, yeah, well, you know, they have to hold the jobs, but they're not getting paid for their jobs, so they're just getting, quote, unquote, regular military pay. 
and depend on your rank, you know, that that's nothing where you what you usually make. So once again, I'ma say it. Mexico ain't paying for the wall. And if, if any of your congressmen could keep yelling about it, tell me we ain't paying for it either. There's more important things for us to be doing. There really is. You know, uh, September is coming. Well, September is here. Not coming, it's here. And for those that forget, October 1st is the start of a fiscal year. Now, so we're going to see. Because usually that's when you start hearing about government shutdowns and things of that nature. And he has threatened to shut the government down over funding for his wall, which at this point in time would be a disaster for for his 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 party. I guess you could say that. Then that midterms are coming and people be out of a job. They're not gonna be happy that going to the polls. But we shall see. We shall see. Go ahead, P. What you got? Hey, you know. <laughs> and yeah, he is pretty upset about uh uh this wall thing because they defunded, you know, they, they failed to defund sanctuary uh, cities, which is, you know, the cities where the immigrants are allowed to go and, and nobody's going to arrest them. You know, that's, that's their, their safe haven. So he was not, you know, pleased with that. So he, he's threatening that he's going to veto a whole bunch of government spending package over, over the border wall funding. So if you don't play, if you don't play, in other words, if you don't play ball with me, this is what I'm going to do. You know, you ain't nothing going to get paid. <laughs> so, you know, we we not you know, going to do Look, look, can you say that's like an abuse, abuse of power? Can't you say that that's an abuse of power right there? <laughs> you know, because everything, everything that you that, that that you don't like, you just gonna stop. Period. And we can say, but you know, because he may throw a tantrum. You know, unfortunately, they they kind of have to roll with. It. <laughs> <You know. laughs> okay, so they have to do roll with it. Yeah, they they might have to roll with it and see just how it comes out. You know, pay attention to the Twitter and see what's gonna happen. Okay. <laughs> you know. <clears throat> you know, even though after the fact, you know, they said that they met with the with the president and um uh, what is this? Ryan said that uh he gives supportive of of the bill. Um, Ashley Strong, she was a spokeswoman for for uh, Ryan. But, you know, how every time something goes out that doesn't make him look favorable, you know, he got his cleanup crew. So who knows, like I say, until, you know, Friday at midnight and we see what, what, what happens. Yeah, I guess you have a point. Oh, that's right. It is a week away, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we will see. We will see. You know, today he, he talked to the um, twins. He's going to be talking to the twins. Oh, before we get out of here,
about the conversation you had with a couple of merchants regarding the tariffs that um, uh, 45 is facing on China and other countries. Tell them, tell them about that. Yeah, I was out on um, Saturday at a local business here, and um, some customers came in and they were inquiring about an item that, you know, they usually have. Well, the manager uh, came out and um, told them it was the last two that, that they had, and they didn't know when they were going to get any more in because the manufacturer that shipped to them, um, that made them and shipped to them, didn't have the raw materials to make the item anymore because of the tariffs on China, um, and they had just became too expensive to make. So that manufacturer was going out of business, and they needed to find somebody else um, to get that particular item for it. And the customer, <laughs> the customer, you know, was a little bit upset because this was the only retailer that had that specific item that they needed, although they had another one in a smaller size, which would be double the cost of the larger size. So they weren't, they weren't too happy, you know, uh, uh, about that because, you know, you never really think about how what goes on politically, internationally can affect you locally. You know, so um, I, I don't think that we've, we, we've seen the last of this. There was an article also about Walmart raising their prices because uh, of the of the tariffs on China as well. So um, as we say, we, we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. You know, there's always consequences when, when, when um, um, toddlers throw fit. You know, and they go undisciplined, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad I remembered that because I, I just want the listeners to understand what this so-called terror fight is is doing. Um, there's farmers that right. have issues as well with seeds and stuff. Um, yeah. So this is this is just more than make America great. Is actually driving um, certain companies out of business, especially a lot of the small companies that rely on certain things from China. Yes. You know, but but nobody sees nobody's paying that any attention because of the rhetoric and how great America is be, America is becoming because of you know this war with China, this terror tax war with China, and uh, uh, what's the other one, uh, Russia, and all this good stuff. So. As we always say here on the show, you have to look deeper than the headline. Okay, the headline will tell you what they want you to know. But if I'm guarantee you, if you look back and, and look a little deeper, you find out what you need to know. And there is a difference. <laughs> Believe you me, there is a difference. Um, but that's gonna do it for us. We got 11 minutes left. Uh, Pete. You know what time it is. You got a poem for me today? No. No. I don't. That is no. unacceptable. Hey, somebody getting fired. All right? I'm telling y'all, y'all getting fired. Y'all got to be wrong about Debbie. Now, P ain't got no poem. Y'all fired. Just don't take your bags up. All right, P, we're going to take care of them individuals. We're going to go ahead and, and get us a new crew in here. To make sure you, you know keep your own time have your what? stuff. You, you, you know what? You 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 gonna have to uh, get control of them voices in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be telling my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I 
there. I only have a ninth grade education. Don't be telling them all my secrets now. Good Lord. That's not right. Yeah. Yeah, but I actually, yeah. um, I actually, I actually did have one. I just neglected uh, to send that uh, um, to you, but I will send it to you so you can put it on on your on your on your page. Um, all right, all right, that'll yeah. work. And we we'll be updating the website probably sometime tonight and or tomorrow morning. So y'all go inside it there as well. All right, man, this has been fun. Pete, give me some last words then, since you ain't got no poem for me. Last word. Mm-hmm. Last word. <laughs> okay, let me. Be... <laughs> you got to be careful what you say. Last word. Wow. Remember, stand for what you believe in. You know, a lot of times we 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 allow other people to tell us, you know, and to convince us and to indoctrinate us in the way that they think, the way that they see things. But if you know that is not who you are, don't be afraid to stand out. Don't be afraid to stand out in the crowd. Because too many times, you know, we, we the propaganda on the television, in the news, in the media, and everywhere, you know, makes us want to be part of the in crowd and accept the things that are not of our moral value. But it's okay to be different. It's okay to be you. It's okay to be you. That's my last word. All right. Thank you, ma'am. As always, that was the co-host, P. Ross, in the house, y'all. All right. Talk to you tomorrow or later on, anyway. All right. Have a good one, T. Oh, All you. right. Hey. All right. We got, we got a little time left. Hey, look, check this out, y'all. You know, P. said a lot, man. She, she said a whole lot. I'm going to tell you something else. I got for you today. Hey, as I said before, earlier in the show, when it comes to community policing, we don't need a bunch of cops. We don't need curfews. We don't need somebody telling us what to do. Why? Because we can do that ourselves. Everybody who grew up during the 70s and 80s, you know what it meant when that, that light came on, that street light came on, don't you? Nobody had to tell you you had to be in the house by some time. That light was on and you weren't in the house. You already knew what was happening. And don't let your mama come out there and call you by your whole name. You know it's hard and popping in. You know this. When those individuals start yelling about you need a curfew and you need that, no, what you're telling them is we need just to get our behinds out there and be the community that we are. You know, I, I really think, Integration is one of those things that really broke that up or caused us more problems than anything and stopped us from policing our own because we fell into the trap of assimilating and letting the political machine do it for us. But once that happened, that is what started the downfall of our so-called neighborhoods. It's true. There's a reason why it's called a neighborhood. Now, in today's society, they're considered communities. But there is a difference. There is a difference. And once we get back to neighborhood, which means you know your neighbor, neighbor know you, they know your children, they know who belong, who don't, who's the bad ones, who's not the bad ones. You know, I can say something to your child if I catch them wrong without you getting an attitude. We're always going to have these issues. But once we start letting the system control 
control how we police our kids and our, our neighborhoods, then we we in for a long time, y'all. We in for a long, 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 long fight. Okay? That's all I got to say. That was my last words. All right, guests, it's 841. Thank you for stopping by in the chat room. We really appreciate you. Love you. And hope to see you again Friday. All right, so, the first one, we're going to get up out of here, man. Thank you all for listening. I do appreciate it. If you have missed any part of the show, uh, you can always catch it in our archives or go to the webpage at ericfleshtalk.com. The show will be posted up there sometime tonight, and you can go back and listen to any of the part that you missed. Okay? Uh, just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy, baby. You understand what I'm telling you. Uh, we'll be back here Friday. We will be here Friday. Rain, sneak, snow, we'll be back here Friday. 2 p.m. Central, 3 Central Pacific. Uh, if you want us to shoot us an email, it's ericletz, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. P dot Leona L E O N A dot Ross twenty four at gmail dot com. Okay, so we're gonna get out of here with R A J R, and the name of the song is "Burn Down the House." Y'all need to listen to the lyrics on this one, man. It's a pretty good song and have a nice message. All right, so without further ado, man, y'all have a great week. Keep looking at the dude. Well, just keep following me, okay? I'll let you know what's going on, what's really going on, me and Pete. All right? Until Friday, man. Y'all have a great one. See ya! You used to keep it cool. You used to be a fool. All about the bounce in my step. Watch it on the news. What you gonna do? I could hit refresh and forget. You used to keep it cool. The fight, no one's gonna listen to me. If I write a song, preaching what is wrong, will they let me sing on TV? Should I keep it light? Is that right? Where up, where up we go? Been up and down the road. Where up, where up, oh no. We gon' burn the whole
march with every stranger from Twitter to get shit done. Used to hang my head low, now I hear it loud. Every stranger from Twitter is gonna burn this down. Way up, way up we go. Been up and down that road. Way up, way up, oh no. We gon' burn the whole house down. Watch me. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.